0: Um, okay. So we've been preaching about David. Uh, we've been in a series entitled blind spots. Amen. We got one more message in this series and then I'm going into curse breakers. You got to be here for this. Amen. All right. I got a simple title today. I got some verses we got to cover. So if you open your Bibles to, uh, uh, second Samuel chapter 11. All right. We already know David was on the roof. He saw the PYT. I mean, he saw, he saw, um, now, now I just want to say this for those of you who just came today, I've been in this series and I've been talking about sex. So today we talking about sex and temptation and things like that. So please don't, don't, uh, don't. Don't be like, what kind of church is this? Now I see why he want to have all these men in it. <laughs> all right, listen, listen. We've been here, amen. We've been talking about what? Blind spots. So if you stand for the reading of God's word, amen. Second uh, Samuel chapter 11, David already saw Bathsheba, amen, because he would sleep all day. Uh, And when the evening came, in verse 3, let's read it. So David sent and inquired about the woman. And one said, this is Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Verse 4. David sent messengers and took her. And when she came to him, he, he lay with her. And when she purified herself from her uncleanliness... Girl, I don't know you no more. She returned to her house. The woman conceived, and she sent and told David, told David, and said, "I'm your baby mama. I am pregnant." Verse six. Then David sent to Joab, saying, "Send me Uriah the Hittite." So Joab, Joab sent Uriah to David. Uriah was Bathsheba's husband. And when Uriah came to David, David asked, What's up, bro? Where you been? Concerning the welfare of Joab and the people and the state of war. Verse 8. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house. Wash your feet. And Uriah went out of the king's house. And, and a present from the king was sent out after him. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his Lord and did not go down to his house. Now, when they told David saying Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, you have not come from a journey. Why do you not go to your house? Verse 11, Uriah said to David, the ark of Israel and Judah are staying in a temporary shelter, and my Lord Joab and the servants of my Lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go down to my house, eat, drink, and lie with my wife? But by your life and the life of your soul, I will not do this thing. Then David said to Uriah, stay here today also, and tomorrow I will let you go. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and night. Now David called him, watch what he did, he's trying to cover it up. And he ate and drank before him and made him what? Mm. And in the evening, he went out to lie on his bed with his Lord's servant, but he did not go down to his house. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, I did, I did it. Amen. That's all I want to talk about today. Amen. T- tell your neighbor, I did it. You may be seated. In the presence of God. Amen. Amen. I did it. Now, last week we talked about I did see it coming. Right? Actually, two weeks we stayed there. I did see it coming. And and we talked about this, right? So now we're going to talk a little bit. That as adults... Men, women, we encounter all kinds of sexual images, right? David was minding his business, right? He's on the roof. The place where he got what? Married. And from the place where he got married, the place where he worshiped. Remember what I said last week? Don't use the church as your platform for your desires, yeah, I want a bunch of men in church, but it ain't no dating game. You find know I'm saying? There's some married people in the house. Come on. Right? Tell them that we're going to talk for real today. Amen. Now, watch this now. Because that's what happens in a lot of churches today, right? Okay? You know, there's stuff happening in church that we don't want to talk about, but it's true. You came to church to worship. I said this last week. And that's why I want the men in the front, because if they sit behind the women, we said this last week, right? That you ought to cover up some stuff because a man gets distracted. What easily (laughs) am I right about it? And he could be the most spiritual man there is. He can come up here and just pray his heart out. But you put some stuff in front of a man, he gonna look. Tell your neighbor he gonna look. Tell your neighbor that's true. That's why I don't have the men sitting next to their wives, cause I know they'll be getting a bunch of elbows through this sermon. I already know. Now you look, look and see what happened. You better not. I already know what's happening. I already know what's going on. <laughs> I- Oh, Lord, sister, hunt up my... Amen. That's why I'm standing right here. You understand? Amen. And, 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 and I want to want to say to you today that we all have temptations, right? And, and as we've discovered in this series that we can be blindsided, and what we're doing in this series is a relationship series about how to to, to make sure that you're covering your blind spots. Because just when your marriage start going good, come on. Just when you decide as a single man that you're going to glorify God with your purity, right? Guess what starts happening? All kinds of stuff start coming your way. Come on, say amen. 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 And so what we have to do is we have to be mindful that temptation will come, but we have to watch out for the blind spots. Amen. Some of us today may have given in to our temptations. And we're living with regret. Or we're living with the guilt. Amen. And watch this. And and listen, when you're living with the guilt, it's evident because of the way you avoid coming around the truth. Come on, help me somebody. And oftentimes that's what happens to us. The worst thing that you can do is try to cover it up. Tell your neighbor it's time to come clean. clean. But not today. today. Amen. No, don't say that part. All right, that's your part. (laughs) Come on, say amen. (laughs) Seriously. This is some serious stuff. This is stuff that's going on today that 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 listen that that families are being broken up. All right? So, so here we find, as we come close to the end of the series, David, he's seen Bathsheba, right? The temptation has already started. Now, I already told you. Let me give you some context. The man had six wives and ten concubines, which he married. So I, I, I don't understand how much is enough. Ladies, tell somebody a man going to be a man. And you can give your man everything. I'm going to clean it up. Don't worry about it. We're going to get there, okay? You can, you, you can satisfy your man in every way, but when if a man's mind is not sanctified. If a man is not serving God, if a man is not committed to God, he's going to struggle with that thing. Do I have any witnesses? You're like, Pastor, what you doing, man? I'm Shoot, sure. what you doing here? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I don't want no questions on the way home now. <laughs> Ladies, don't you start. For real, you, you, so so you be looking? You you, you be what? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just pastors say, men, look. I'm just asking. So you be looking? <laughs> and look, don't even answer Don't answer. Just don't answer. Because if you answer, that's a setup. David is sitting on the roof. He sees Bathsheba. Right now, he could have aborted the whole situation. Right. But look what he did. Look what he did next. Look what he did. Watch this. The Bible says, then he sent verse four messengers. Hold on a minute, David. You know, he didn't go ask himself. He sent his boys. You see, you got to be careful of that kind of stuff because if you're sending it through a messenger, you're still doing it. Come on, y'all. Oh, I just I just want to know what, what, what department she work in again. Uh, go. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't you be nobody's garbage can. Don't you be nobody's mule. Come on, somebody. Now, he sent his messengers... Watch this. And the Bible says he took her and when she came to him, now notice, what he do? He didn't ask, watch this. I'm going to show you two two pictures here. He used his position Uh and his power. Watch this. To get his desires. Mm -hmm. But watch this. The text says, Listen, if you're a man in power, or if you have some kind of position or authority, you've got to believe this. Okay, men, let me just help you with something. Women will do what you want them to do, especially if you're in a position of power. And especially if you're asking for favors. Oh, Lord, it got quiet up in here. Watch this. Watch this. You've got to be careful that you're not using your power for your pleasures. Okay, but there's something deeper in this passage. Watch what he says. He says he took her, and when she came to him, he lay with her. What did he do? He laid with her. All right. Now, 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 this word carries the idea when it says he took her. That was one was zero in, right? It carries the idea of he had the audacity to do it. Now, let's back up for a minute. Hit rewind. David was a man after God's own heart. Wasn't he? David was a worshiper. Come on. This is the part of David we don't want to talk about, but this is real. And and, and tell your neighbor, it can happen to anybody. It it can happen, y'all. And I know that maybe some of you have been through unfaithfulness. With, with a spouse or with somebody you've been dating or whatever the case may be. Or you may be the one. Okay, but here's the thing you got to understand, right? Temptation comes in different forms. But the one thing that fuels our temptation, the first point I want to give you is, don't let your passions be ruled by pride. David did it because he knew he could get away with it. He did it much as Satan will always try to make your temptation convenient for you. But pride, gentlemen, pride can get us. Pride can make us think, man, I, man she, she ain't never going to find out. She ain't never going to know. Oh he ain't never no, let me just get off the brothers right quick. Oh uh, there's men day. He ain't never gonna know and one thing about y'all women, y'all can keep a secret a long time. I emphasize that because it's real. And then you talk around it. You know what I mean? You know Did did uh, I no. <laughs> And then you start saying stuff to get off the subway. What about you? No, hold on. I ain't, ta- I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about you. <laughs> listen, our passions can be ruled by pride. David, David just took the woman. Now he had warnings. This boy talked, listen, this is Uriah's wife, man. But it didn't matter because what? His what? His position and his pride ruled his what? Passions. Gentlemen, you, ladies, you got to find out what your passion is and you got to get it under control. The only way to do that is to walk in the spirit. Yeah. See, your flesh is what rules us. Yeah. Amen. It ain't that he's a dog. It's just that, you know, he, his flesh. Let me ask you this. Was he that unhappy with his other wives? Come on, somebody. Listen, David used his position. Watch this. His power and his pride, and guess what he did in the process? He forgot God. Do you know how many good people fall out of church because of this sexual stuff? Do you know how many good people who are on their way to their destiny, and the devil detoured them because he knew their passions were not under control? Come on, y'all. Amen. Do you know how many sexual images we see every day as men and we look? That's it. Men say, you on your own, that pencil. (laughs) Nope. I'm not admitting to that. Nope. You can forget that. (laughs) Can we be real for a minute? Can we be transparent for a minute? We look. A man is going to what? But if a man is leading the way spiritually, if a man is surrendered to Christ, he knows how to look the other way. Yeah, he knows when he's being lured in. But here's the first thing that he has to deal with. He has to deal with his pride. Listen, stop doing things that you know you can get away with that's prideful especially when it involves a relationship which someone you said you're going to spend the what? The rest of your life with. Come on, say amen. Watch this. But here's the other part to it though. She didn't resist. She didn't say, oh, I'm married. No. Come on, somebody. Uh, they, they didn't even go out on a date. Y'all ain't trying <laughs> me. He didn't even buy her a gift. I mean, at least you could have got a two-piece out of the deal. <laughs> Come on, y'all. How can you fall, ladies? How can you fall for that? He didn't buy... He didn't. Oh, his position. He going to take care of me. He got a whole family. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't trying to. Listen, you have to be careful that your passions are not being ruled by your pride. But listen, it's pride that says you can do this and get away with it. It's pride. It's not the fact that you can get your pride that says, and it blinds you. It's a blind spot that says, you know, I can get away with this. Listen, if you're not happy, it's time to deal with some stuff. And and you know what you got to deal with first? You. Because it's not the other person, it's you. That's why you keep projecting it on the other person. I'm unhappy. Come on, y'all been married a long time. How can you just all of a sudden be unhappy? Come on, come on. Come on, y'all. Come on, walk with me. Just help me a little bit. Amen. Look what he says next. The Bible says, verse 4 and verse 5 now. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, right here in verse 4. He laid with her, and when she had what? Huh. Isn't that interesting? What did she do? She tried to wash away the what? But what she was doing was she was meeting the Levitical law of purification after you have sex with someone. Come on, I asked the question, right? She could have said no, right? She could have said, you know what, uh-uh, no, no king, uh-uh, I'm married. Now, here's the deep part about this. When your passions are ruling you, you don't care who you hurt. Watch this. Watch this. Uriah, her husband, was his most loyal servant. You don't care if you're hurting your boy. You don't hear, care that you're hurting your family member or somebody. You know, this stuff happens today, y'all. But watch what she did. It says that she did what? She purified herself, right? Give me the point. She tried to use the word of God to justify her wrong outwardly, but inwardly she wasn't repentant. See, and oftentimes we want to say, well, we can use the word of God to justify the wrong that we're living. Do I have anybody? And we say, listen, 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 listen. She met the requirement outwardly But inwardly, she wasn't changed. She was still carrying around the guilt. Amen. She knew the word of God. Why would she go to purification right away after laying with David? You follow what I'm saying? So she knew that even going to him, thou shall not commit what? Come on, somebody. Thou should not covet another neighbor's what? And even though she was the one being pursued, tell your neighbors, somebody got to be responsible in this situation. Amen. Now watch this, right? When it's done, it's done, y'all. And sometimes it's hard to come back from an adulterous affair. Sometimes it's hard to come back from that kind of stuff, right? Right? But here's what I found out with a lot of people, amen. A lot of people, amen, they use the grace card to justify all their wrong. Well, well, you know, we're under grace now. We're, you know, it's okay to drink a little as long as I don't... Y'all heard this stuff before. As long as I don't drink too much, as long as I don't get drunk. Amen. It's okay to go to first base as long as you don't go to Lord Jesus. Amen. In other words, she felt like I repented, so I'm good. Now, watch this. It may look like David used his power, but she had a choice. She had a choice, y'all. Can I tell you something? You can't wash away your wrong. I don't care how much washing you do. I don't care how many dip, how many times you come and got re-baptized. I don't care how many times you come down the aisle and say, I give my life back to Jesus. The question is, is it your mouth or is it your heart? Yeah. And what she was trying to do, the text says, she purified herself from her uncleanliness. So watch this. It was unclean, but if it was a husband, she wouldn't have had to what? Purify herself. So, we know what we're doing sometimes, huh? (laughs) Come on, y'all. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Verse five. Verse five is is deep. (laughs) Look at verse five. The woman done what next? She what? She conceived and sent and told David and said, I... Am. Um, how many of you have had to say that or how many of you have to hear that? Uh, let, let me say. How many times people in relationship have heard that statement? I'm having your baby. Come on, y'all. Y'all making it so hard for me Dave. I'm trying to work with y'all, but I understand because I bet you the ladies was not here, y'all be getting with me. Watch this, watch How many times have you heard this your baby mama now? Listen, she said, I'm pregnant. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You see, we try to cover it up, but God will always expose it. See, the child... Was the evidence. Now, watch this. Some of us, it's not pregnancy. You know what it is? STD. Come on. Come on. Broken heart. Uh, drug addiction. Alcoholism. Rejection. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. All these things that come, watch this, from not catching your blind spot. And this is not just for married people. This is for single people too. Listen, you, you keep laying around and you'll find out what's going to happen. Because in the end, somebody's going to pop and say, that's your child. And then we want to get on Maury. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Jerry Springer. You feel what I'm saying? That's not my child. No, that ain't my child. Nope. No way. I that child do not even look like me. Spit the image of you. That that ain't my child. Mm -mm, No way. Nope. I ain't fooling with that. I'm not the dad. (laughs) Come on, come on. Do you know now her crime? Now let me. Now watch what's so dangerous about what she did. The danger in this is that in that time, if you got pregnant by anybody else other than your husband. It was a death penalty. So they would have taken her out in the square and stoned her. And the shame that she would bring upon her, watch this, upon her family was great. But not just that, but on her husband and her kids and everybody else. But watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. The third point. Back up, back up, back up. Don't forget the consequences. I know you're single and active. I get it. I promise you. And if, you, if you've lived your life long enough and you get that call 20 years later talking about, that's my baby, that'll mess you up. That will mess you up. Then you want to, then you get curious. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Y'all ain't playing with me today. Y'all, did y'all come to have church? Watch this. Here's the, thing. this stuff happens, y'all. And then, and then watch this. So many people live with the lie. Watch this. They have a baby with another woman. They're still married. Watch this. The child's about 16 now. But nobody knows about the one. She said, I'm pregnant. She sent word to the King Houston, we got a problem here. Yeah. The evidence that I have slept with you is what? It's yours. Tell your neighbor, I did it. <laughs> Tell the brothers. Brothers, you can tell each other. I did, it. yeah. They they won't even know which, what, what you're talking about. Ah. Man, I got these brothers on a hot button today. That' why. Just say something. Ooh, say something. She back there crossing her legs. Say something. So just look at Pastor. Don't look back. Look at me. Don't, and I'm going to help them women to stop. They ain't going to do that when you leave here. <laughs> Emotionally, the guilt will never leave you until you come clean. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Until you come clean, the guilt... to to live with this in your mind, to live with the thought. And what Satan will do is he'll cause us, watch this, to keep trying to cover it up. Now let's look at the cover up. Let's look. Look at verse six. Now I'm gonna read slowly. All right, because there's a lot here. And I want to show you how cold hearted the man after God's own heart became, because he lost his mind, and he was deceived by his passion and pride. Watch this. Watch this. It's in our nature, y'all. Watch this. Then David said to Joab. Joab was his henchman. Joab was like his his main captain, right? Put put the scriptures on the screen for me, so we can we can look at this together. Watch this. Saying, send me who? Uriah. Now now remember, Uriah is Bathsheba's husband. Watch this. Uriah's name means the God of fire. That's what he was, man. He was David's fire, man. Listen, he was was on fire for David. He loved David. Right? His name meant God, I'm sorry, uh, fire of God. That's what his name meant, fire of God. He was he was on fire man to serve David. Watch this. Watch this. So he sent me Uriah to hit he said send me Uriah to hit So Joab sent Uriah to David. When da- Uriah came to him, David asked concerning the welfare of what? Of Joab and the people and the state of war. In other words, he was having small talk. Right? Y'all catching it? He was telling them, listen, y'all, uh, how's everything going out there? Remember, they're at war. David was supposed to be at war, but he was outside of the locational will of God. And why whenever you find yourself out of the will of God, in other words, when you're supposed to be at work and you're somewhere else, you put yourself in a position for temptation. So quit lying, talking about you getting up, going to work, and you ain't been to work in all week. Come on, say amen. When I call you and I say, hey, when you, I told my, I tell my daughter day I said, when you tell me you go in one place and something happened, you go to another place, you better let me know. Because guess what? If something happens to you, I'm looking for you where? At that place. And the devil is always getting something set up at the other place so that he can cause you to walk away or fall in the midst of you trying to do right. Are y'all with me? Watch the text. The text says, and and David said to Uriah, man, go to your house and wash your feet. And Uriah went out of the king's house and a present from the king was sent out after him. See, he's nervous. And what's he doing now? He said, man, go down to your house because watch this, because he knows that a man that comes from war, who have been to war for seven to eight months, when he come back home... He backed up. <laughs> and he finna go home and he finna what? Have a good time with his wife. And so, but but watch this. But the king sends a what? A present with him. Watch, watch, watch this. Watch verse 9. Watch the loyalty of Uriah. But Uriah did what? Slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his Lord and did not go down to what? Isn't that something? What loyalty? And and you know what? I've seen friendships. Come on, y'all. Destroy. Come on. Because, yeah, of indiscretions. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and watch this, he's trying to cover it up. So, but Joe, but Uriah's like, man, I ain't going home. I love you, King. Now, can you imagine the guilt that's coming on on David now? Watch this. You're talking to somebody right all the time. And you you thinking they're for you, but all the while they're stabbing you in the back. They're running out with your man, or they're taking your woman, and you are loyal to them, but all the while. Uh Uh-huh. Watch the text. Look at verse 10. Now, when they told David, saying, Uriah did not go to his house. Oh, my gosh. David said to Uriah, "Uh, have you not come from a journey? What's up, man? Why did you not go to your house? Verse 11. Uriah said to David, the ark of Israel and Judah are staying in the temporary shelters. And my Lord Joab and the servants of my Lord are camping in open fields. Shall I go to my house? And eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? By your life and the life of your soul, I will not do this thing. Listen. Listen. That's loyalty. Uriah said, man, listen. I'm not going to do that. And the reason I'm not going to do that, David, because I love you. And how many of us have been betrayed? Come on, y'all. By friends, girlfriends that you thought was, come on, can I get rid of you? Girlfriends that you thought was your girl, boys, that men that you thought was your boy, right? And all the while, they eyeing your wife or your girl. Come on, come on. And then when you're not around, they trying to, when you went to jail, you know what I mean? Not this church, you know, we real sophisticated here at Division Church. We don't go to jail. We don't do time. But when you went to jail, you found out that he was putting money on your books and on her books too. (laughs) Amen. And, And then, and then, and then she said, I'm pregnant. That's some old young and the rest of the stuff right there, y'all. That's the real stuff that's happened. It happened in scripture. But you know where it happened? It happened in the garden. That's where we started in this series. I'm almost done. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I got to go. Watch this. Watch this deck. Watch this. Watch what he said. Now watch verse 12. Then David said to Uriah, man, stay here today, and tomorrow I'll let you go. Man, David was cold, man. Listen, let me show you something. Let me show you something What's so cold about David. All right what's so heartless about the man who's a man after God's own heart? Listen, no he was. Oh he was he was but but watch this I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna show you something. It wasn't his heart. it was his passion. It was his desire. And it was God was more disappointed for him in him about his actions more than his heart. See, because he got what? Blindsided. Now watch this. Watch this now. Now what he did after was cold. David said to Uriah, stay here today also and tomorrow I'll let you go, right? Uh, so Uriah remained in Jerusalem the next day. Now verse 13, now watch this. Now David called him and what did he do? First of all, let me say this. To sit in the presence of the king, to eat at the king's table was made you royalty. So what he's doing now, be careful, folk who try to be extra. I'm trying to give you some practical things right here. I'm preparing you for your next man or your next woman. You understand what I'm saying? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Be careful, people who are trying to be extra nice to you. Right? 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 Right. Right. Watch this. Watch what he said. They ate and drank before him and he made him what? Now he figured if a man just came back from war and he's backed up, right? He gonna go home and lay with his wife. But a drunk man for sure Come on, y'all! Alcohol make you do some stuff, y'all. Blame it on the. I'm uh, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Listen. <laughs> alcohol make you do some, young man. You got to watch out. I'm just letting you know. Alcohol would make you do some stuff. Everybody responds different to alcohol, but alcohol. will will cause you to do some stuff. But watch this. David thought, man, let me get him drunk (laughs) and sent him where? Sent him home. He went, watch what it says, and and in that evening, he went out to lie on his bed with his Lord's servant, but he did not, Tell your neighbor, you can't cover it. And I know you done tried everything to cover it up. You done been, listen, you done deleted the text. Matter of fact, you even got to burn a phone. You done did all that. Pass the hip on stuff. Amen. Using apps and you know what I mean, that that call and stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff didn't got him he didn't got the man drunk but the man was so loyal you know what was God doing what was God showing David in this that it's possible to be loyal it's possible not to break covenant it's possible to live with your wife of 50 and 60 years and be faithful to one another that yes, it's possible to be with one woman for the rest of your life. It's possible to be with one man for the rest of your life. And watch this, because he was showing him through his, through Uriah, but David wasn't getting it. Because his mind was so gone and he was trying to cover it up. How many things are you trying to cover up right now? I'm talking about little things. See, and it's the little things. And let me say this. If you've messed up, you don't have to prove yourself no more. All you have to do is prove that you're loyal. Come on, help me somebody. All you have to do is prove that you're loyal. Watch the text. Watch the text. Text says, uh-huh, he wouldn't go home. So because he wouldn't go home, Watch the next thing that happens. Verse 14, and we almost out of here. Now, in the morning, David wrote a letter to who? Joab. Now, who did I tell you Joab was? His captain, the leader of the army, right? David wrote a letter and sent it by the hand of who? Uriah. Who's Uriah? Hmm? No, Uriah is Bathsheba's husband. David wrote a letter. I wonder what's in this letter. Let's go to the next verse. He had written in the letter saying, place Uriah. Hold on a minute. 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 This is his death sentence. He sends his own death sentence. With the man. Hold on a minute. That was so loyal to him. He figured he couldn't get him to sleep with his wife. So what did he resort to, y'all? Well, the Bible's deep, ain't it, man? He gonna off him. He put a hit on, look, he put a hit on him with his own hands. Uriah was so, listen, if it were me, I'd be reading that letter. I'd be like, shoot, man, let me see what this, because something just ain't right. First of all, he got me drunk. Second of all, he asked me to eat at his table. Something wrong with that. Third of all, uh, he gave me a gift. Kings don't give gifts like that. So this letter must contain something, but he was so loyal. There's some men, brothers. We get fooled, man. And there's some women, you've been fooled. Right? You've been fooled to believe that that man is going to be faithful to you. Okay? But I want to tell you something. You got to read the letter. I would have read the letter. How many would have read the letter? I know I would have read it. Let me see. Let me see what he said. Watch this. Watch what he says. Look at verse 15. He had written the letter saying, place Uriah where? Of the what? Where's your heart, David? What is driving him? Listen, Bathsheba was fine, y'all. She was past Beyonce fine. She was fine, y'all. But there was something about when they laid together. Amen. The cover up. Why couldn't he just say, you know what? You know, man, I messed up. She was going to die. Remember, Levitical law is, man, she going to die. And he was trying to save her. But watch this. They got put into a situation where she wasn't going to be saved. So he sends a letter with the same man he was about to kill. His own letter, his own death sentence. Watch this. The text says, "To the fiercest battle and withdraw from him, so that he may be struck down." And what? Verse sixteen. So it was at, So as so it was as Joab watched on the city that he put Uriah. At the place where he knew there were what? Valiant men. Verse 17. The men of the city went out and fought against Joab. And some of the people among David's servants fell. And Uriah the Hittite. He killed this man's. He killed this man. All because of his what? Desire. All because he did not control himself. Brothers, I want to say something to you. You got to know how to control. You got to put a control on it, man. You say, I ain't got that problem. Okay, keep living. But keep lying to yourself. If God has blessed you with a wife, she should be the apple of your eye. Come on. Now, y'all know my stand on stuff. My last point was supposed to be, put my last point up there. Oh. What's the last point? Listen. Listen. There's a reason the Lord got me dealing with this. Because some of you have been victims. Some of you have been cheated on. How many people have been cheated on? All right. Some of you don't want to put your hand up. Sickle. That's my sick man right there. Y'all better watch out. Hey Amen. How many been hurt? Right. How many been part of a cover-up? Well, y'all don't want to put your hands. <laughs> don't worry, your husband is in the front. <laughs> now watch this. Y'all keep keep, keep looking at this. Can y'all be honest? How many part of the cover up? Let me see your hand. All right. All right. Amen. But here's the thing, it's a new day. Look at the extreme. When you do it once, you gotta do it again. And again and again and again. And whatever that person wants, you got to give it to him. So you might as well say, God, I'm dealing with this sexual thing that I can't help myself. Help me to overcome this so I can be faithful to the one that you've given me. And then if you're single... You got to serve God. Young people today, I understand y'all struggles. I understand it because let me tell you something. Uh, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the dark web, deep web. I know about that too. You go dark, you can get all kinds of stuff. Shoo. You can get the blue pills, the yellow pills, the green pills, the white pills, purple pills. You can do all that. And a pound of marijuana at the same time. All for the cover up. Now watch the reason why I brought that up. Because after it's done, you're trying to cover it up by not dealing with it. So you get drunk, you get high, and you try to avoid it. So what's the last point? What's the last point? Come clean. Here's the thing. If you don't come clean, you still got to live with the lie. Now let me tell you what happened with David now. Let me fast forward the story because next week I'm closing this series out. Watch this. You may want to come back for that. Watch this. She got pregnant. She had the child. God killed the child. God killed the child. But after they came clean, she becomes the mother of Solomon. So can God take a mess up and make it up? Can God take a mess up and clean it up? Yes, he can. But the punishment was the child's life. You say, "Why would God do something like that?" God didn't do that; they did that. Come on, man! Come on, man! Come on! Come on, man! They didn't think about the what? The con- we never think about the what. We just look at someone and say, "Man, they look good." Man, so. Sure. You understand what I'm saying? And we, listen, and then we like, oh. And God said there's consequences for those things. So I close today. I just want to encourage you, especially our men. And I know we got some men here that are trying to live right. Seriously. Uh, and I I, I, applaud, I applaud you for that. But I want to say something to the women. If your man is trying, stand behind him. I know he messed up. Yes. Okay. We already talked about it. And every time you keep bringing it up, it doesn't change. You say, well, Pastor, how do I overcome this? Because the trust was broken. The, You know what I'm saying? All of that. You have to release it. If you're gonna move forward, because it could have been you, but he was blindsided. He said, "You don't just get blindsided. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know why he got blindsided? Let me let me paint the picture. He come home expecting something. He ain't getting that because you got him on lockdown. <laughs> Amen." Come on, Jimmy. What it is about men, us. But when we come home, and I know what it is. It's the it's that adventurous part of us, but it's also that man part of it. When we come, like when, back in the day, they would go out hunting, right? And they would kill stuff, bring it back home, put it on the table. They're expecting a what? Simple thing. You're not a maid. Let me see You're not a man. But you want to make your man feel like a man. And there's something about a man when he come home after a hard day's work. He don't want Popeye's every day. (laughs) Churches. (laughs) McDonald's. Am I right? Amen. Huh? <laughs> he don't want Kroger bought whole chicken cut up like you made it. <laughs> he wants you to put your spirit in that food. Amen. And if you don't know how to cook, take a cooking class. try out something on him. you understand what i'm saying he wants to feel like a what man. but you want to treat him like your son well, he don't want to be your son he want to be your husband he he don't want to hear all that and after a while you know what a man does he just tunes you out and then he goes to work and he gets the attention that he's looking for. And when he gets that attention, he gravitates to it. So ladies, you got to you got to help your man. You got to affirm him, baby, 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 you baby. I know you had a hard day. You look like you had a hard day. You follow what I'm saying? Let, let, me, let me help you. Now, men, let me help you right quick. When a woman leaves from the marketplace, which, anyways, I'm going to deal with that another time. But when she come out the marketplace, she needs to disconnect from it. Because remember what she's doing in the marketplace, she's fighting for her what? Position. Right? Watch this. What you got to do is help her sometimes. Yeah, baby, I already got your bath water ready. And and, and if you stay there long enough, I'll come up there and take me a sip. You, you, I got the kids. I got dinner. I, I made dinner, as a matter of fact. Watch this now. I made dinner. Kids are in bed. They showered up. They read it. Boom. You just go from the door to your room. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this now. She has to disconnect from the world, man. And she has to get into, oh, I got, I got, this is my home. This is, you find what I'm saying? I, I, I've been out there, you know, fighting all kinds of stuff. The Bible says to the man, love your wife. But we have a hard time doing that because we don't know how to love. Right? We know the other word. We know how to lust. And it, even when your wife asks for a hug, you're like, shoo you think it's something? She just want a hug, man. I mean, dang. <laughs> Seriously, she wants affection. That's what she wants. But God has to teach us how to love. And and ladies, a man don't want to be smothered. Now, at the beginning of the relationship, yeah. All right, y'all going to be up on each other 24-7. But a man needs respect. You're gonna put some respect on my name. (laughs) Come here, bird man. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A man needs what? And when you respect that man (laughs) with a K respect that man. When you respect that man, let me tell you something. You're gonna make him feel like a king. This is how you, watch this, you seal your relationships from temptation. Next week I'm going to close it out. I'm going out with a bang.